It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by the Cream City Creamery. If Milwaukee, a.k.a. Cream City, the Bucks, win the NBA Finals in Game 6, all fans attending the game at Five Serve Forum get as much fresh milk as they can carry from our very large cow, Bessie's Teat. Bring your buckets and milk Bessie yourself. Mmm, that cream's fresh from the tea. Yummy, yum, yum, yummerson. And now it's time for the Sports Lord. <laughs> yum. amazing giveaway and might i add it's just one cow that everyone's gonna go get to milk that's incredible that's a hell of a cow that's um the biggest cow in the state of wisconsin yeah wow. she's seven million pounds <laughs> wow. i'm sure naturally bred just to to do uh giveaways for basketball fans they I build mean, them they build them different in the midwest boys jimmy knows what i'm talking about oh yeah they do um yeah i mean that that's a great giveaway because i don't know about you guys but i drink milk with every meal yeah (laughs) i do know that about you yeah unpasteurized too oh yeah from the cow unpasteurized give me those bacteria give me the give me all of it just the way god intended it you know Mm -hmm. give me that you converted me because i do it pre-workout post-workout i just do i actually do a whole gallon of milk before and after yeah i have to sleep in a different room for my wife because, because of my tremendous gas from all the milk that i drink but my bones are like titanium so yeah, yeah. jimmy i've seen jimmy fall out of like a fourth story window and just <laughs> dent the ground and get yeah. up like nothing happened yeah i'm very reckless when it comes to heights because i'm i'm basically <laughs> invincible yeah yeah it's all that milk yeah. And I will say, to be clear to those serfs listening out there who may have seen the the chocolate milk commercials that Al Horford and Clay Thompson used to do, where it's like, I drink milk after my workouts. Kevin's not messing around with chocolate milk. He's drinking straight up unpasteurized, pure from the cow milk after his workouts. Chocolate's, I mean, let's be frank, chocolate makes the milk a little unpure. And I don't mm-hmm. mean that uh, there's no metaphor there. I just mean that's too sweet. Yeah. I want straight yeah. Uh, pure milk and and you know like jimmy said he has to sleep in a different room from his wife because of the the gas and similarly i tend to drive people away in public because i'm constantly i've I've got a lot of phlegm so i'm constantly (laughs) hawking things up uh i'm sneezing my nose is running um but it's worth it because when i hit the gym people they take notice because i i can bench press um 105 pounds mm-hmm. and uh no problem you know 
That's yeah, incredible. I can curl 10 pound dumbbells. I mean, Whoa. sometimes I can go up to 15. Like at the same time? On no, I have to do two hands on one. Okay. But it's okay. still, you it's pretty know, good. I, I get after it and it's thanks to milk. And so if I was in Cream City tonight, I'd be going to, because I have a feeling that the Bucks are going to close it out tonight. I'm thinking about flying out there now that I've heard this, because I too am a milk. I'm a milkman myself. Yeah. I mean, and like, that's what happened to my thumb, really. I didn't cut it at work at the kitchen job I work in. I was just guzzling down a nice, yeah. like, I don't like it too cold because then it's like gives me like brain freeze. So I like my milk room temperature. But I was that's guzzling. Yeah. yeah. I was guzzling on a bottle and I was so excited. I crushed the glass bottle and actually cut my hand that way. Mm-hmm. So that's what ended up happening. Cause I, yeah. yeah. That happens a lot um, yeah. because the milk just gives you that strength. <laughs> it's strong, yeah. And I, I actually recently found out it's. I've been pronouncing it incorrectly. It's actually pronounced milk. 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 Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's an it's old German. Now. It's an old German word. Milk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that old German baseball player Melky Cabrera, right? Yeah. Yes. He he was from Bavaria. He was a uh-huh. Munich guy. Had yeah. A, you know, there's lots of pics of him off the field in later hosen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, if you do make it to Cream City for that game tonight to take advantage of the promotion, you know, like the way people go on eBay and sell bobbleheads, you could flip that milk too and make yeah. a tidy little profit. You bring enough buckets because that's good milk. People will oh, pay yeah. a pretty penny for that. Yeah. And I yeah, bet. I mean, I heard they're just going to like open the doors and let people run to the pen where Bessie and it's like first come first served. It's just like people put, you know, you got to get yeah. in, you got to in quick. Yeah. yeah, you, oh, yeah. You heard, you've heard of the term Midwestern nice. That all goes out the window when Bessie's around. Yeah. Oh yeah. When we're talking milk and Bessie. Oof. Yeah. Look out it's boys. In, it's intense. I mean, I, I would fly out there. I would fly out there just to get some of that sweet, sweet Bessie milk for creamer in my cafefe. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I get it. Well, yeah. I mean, you know the crowd is going to be rowdy tonight. Mm. They're all going to be jacked up on milk, man. (laughs) It's going to be wild, man. I can't wait. Uh, And speaking of, I mean, what what are you guys, do you think the Bucks, you think Giannis is going to end it tonight? I, you know, I, I don't know what to think, honestly, because a week ago, yeah, we were all saying like they're up 2 0. The Suns are up 2 0. Or Looking tomorrow. Like, Sorry, Kyle. My bad. Kyle yeah. corrected me. The game's tomorrow. Yeah, they're spacing yeah. them out now. Yeah. But yeah, when the Suns started 2 0, I was like, yeah, Suns are going to wrap this thing up. Now here we are. It's 3 2 bucks. I don't know what the hell to think. Yeah, because I mean, even last week when it was 2-2, yeah, I think it was 2-2 when we still did the show last week, and I was like, oh, Phoenix will probably take it. Like, Devin Booker had a bad, or it was maybe 2-1. I was like, Devin Booker had a bad game. There's no way he's going to, like, have two bad games in a row, and he hasn't. He rebounded and had a 40-pointer the other day, and and they still lost. Um, It's a hard-to-predict series, man, because it seemed like, all the momentum was on Phoenix. They were the healthier of the two teams. Uh, yeah. The Bucks looked lost and weren't making adjustments in the first few games. But, man, Giannis is playing MVP caliber again. 
Drew Holiday is establishing himself as like, I mean, he's already the best defender in the league was what most players say, but he's had a hell of a, he had a game of his life uh, on Saturday night. And Chris Middleton is finally like showing out and uh, on a major stage for everyone to see. So, but then again, Phoenix could, you know, they have the firepower to do it. So it's, it's yeah. really hard to predict. It's been kind of a weird series that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, the Bucks are in a good spot because even if they lose tomorrow, right, it goes back to, to Milwaukee for game seven, right? Or no, oh no, game no. six is in Milwaukee. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So the Suns, the Suns, they're fighting for their lives, but, but um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, something that has been said a lot too, because the Suns are the younger of the two teams in terms of just like average age. I know they have Chris Paul and some other veterans, but you know, they're a young team that doesn't have a ton of playoff experience. And I've heard a few writers and other NBA guys say this, which I sort of agree with. It's like the NBA in particular, you have to like suffer a little bit before you can win. Mm-hmm. So like you have to, you know, like Jordan took six years. He couldn't get past the Pistons. He couldn't, you know, he couldn't beat like the Celtics and other teams before, you know, LeBron, yeah. the same, like you have to kind of go through it a little bit. Um, it's rare that a super team just forms and like wins. Right. Um, and Milwaukee's kind of been through it. They've had a lot of rough playoffs in the recent past. And, uh, and, and Phoenix is young and they're new and, and, you know, they've never been there. So it, it feels like that storyline, if that really is a real thing, could work in Milwaukee's favor at this point because they haven't been shaken. I mean, they got down 0-2 to Brooklyn. They got down to Atlanta. They were down again. And they've yep. been able to kind of get it together and really – fight back so but that's why you play the games yeah it's just crazy that Giannis's knee got bent like that yeah and he's doing the things he's doing that's just I it's unbelievable I heard when he hurt his knee they took an IV straight from Bessie's Mm. udders and put it into Giannis's knee and into his veins and look at him now that makes sense. I wonder how the league is going to address that in the off season. Cause I could see them banning milk IVs, you know, cause that seems like the bucks would have a big advantage. Well, Kyle kind of pointed it out um, in the chat here that um, I mean, milk is already a controlled substance in baseball. So, you know, it's still allowed in, in basketball, but you know, we could see 2022, the 21 22 season is the year that they finally do something about all the milk in the league. Yeah. yeah. But I don't hey. want to, I don't want to start spreading conspiracies here. We're not like a conspiracy QAnon ish, whatever podcast or whatever, but you have to wonder, or like I've, I have sources that have said that Shikari Richardson or whatever actually didn't get, she got banned from the Olympics and it was milk. It wasn't weed, uh, but they said marijuana to try to cover it up. Wow. I mean, because yeah, uh, I've yes. heard people are people are saying people are talking, <laughs> uh, but you know, many are saying, many are saying. Um, yeah. So, uh, but the series got entertaining. It was very boring to start, and a yeah. lot of people were a lot of people were saying. It was maybe the worst finals ever or like the least interesting finals in a lot, not ever, but in a long time. Cause there's been other boring finals, like when the nets and 
Spurs were playing in like the early 2000s and stuff like those weren't very fun, but it's really picked up. The last few games have been really fun. I mean, that alley-oop to end the game on Saturday night was incredible. Yeah, that was crazy. Like what a ballsy play, like for Drew to steal the ball straight out of Devin Booker's hands and then just like oop it up to Giannis to basically hit the nail in the coffin there. Yeah. Yep. Pretty yeah, wild be, stuff. It'd be, uh, you know, it'd be cool to see either of those teams get a, uh, a championship. So, yeah. I'm still leaning Milwaukee a little. Like in terms of rooting interest, I would rather Milwaukee win. But yeah, that's just I, I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, but but I won't be mad either way. No, definitely not. Yeah. It's not like the Lakers winning or something, which is right. unacceptable, or the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know because I, I, I guess I yeah I don't know, no real rooting interest here. But, um, I just like Giannis, and I feel like I I don't know. I'd like to see that that guy win. I do too. I do think even if they don't get it, like you, they have plenty of time. Cause yeah, Giannis is a young man. He's yeah. but a young man, and it's crazy that they were gonna sign Bogdan Bogdanovich. And the yeah. deal fell through last minute and Atlanta jumped in. But it's like if they had Bogdan on that team, it's like holy crap. Yeah. They're already they gonna really have, they good. were gonna have him in addition to like middle to everything they have. Holiday. Instead of wow. PJ Tucker, they probably would have had Bogdan or something like that. Wow. Yeah, that would have been nuts. But it kind of fell through last second and the Hawks swooped in and took him. As as Hawks do. Yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. Ka-ka. Indeed. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, we'll see. Like Phoenix had the pressure, I feel like, of trying to close out the series at home, which sometimes in front of your home fans, there's like an added layer of more pressure. Mm-hmm. But uh, now Milwaukee has to try to do that. So we'll see how they handle it. Yeah. Should be good. Gonna be also, exciting. Also, we found out last game that uh, NBA super agent and LeBron James' best friend, Rich Paul, uh, is dating Adele. Yeah. So interesting. It was interesting their combo there. Yeah, it was their first public appearance, I believe. Because it was wow. like, what the hell is Adele doing in Phoenix? <laughs> you know? I love basketball and I love Phoenix. I know she's a Tottenham Hotspur fan in the Premier League. But, you know, I didn't realize she was. And it's like, oh, she's dating Rich Paul. Good for um, them. Good for them, indeed. I'm just, I'm looking up pictures of, uh, of this sighting. And uh, she man. was sitting next to LeBron. Because LeBron That's, showed up to support his BFF, Chris Paul. Any relation to the agent? Are they related, Chris Paul? No, and Rich no, Paul? no, no, no. I don't believe so. Okay. Well, no, Chris Paul's brother is Cliff Paul, who sells insurance for State Farm. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, he wears glasses. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. twin. Twin brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Adele is looking fantastic, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, well fit. She looking well fit. A fit bird. A true oh, fit bird. Oh yeah, isn't it? Um, by what the a way, beautiful language. What a beautiful. Can, you know. can we can we talk just for because you brought up Cliff Paul? Mm-hmm. I do want to quickly touch on the, the latest version of 
Chris Paul State Farm ads. We mm. might have talked about it where he's like afraid of being in a commercial is the shtick now. Yeah, I hate self-referencing commercials that are like, aren't aren't we annoying guys? Because that's yeah. sort of what's happening. Yeah. Uh, I just want to point out that uh, those suck and mm-hmm. uh, I don't like them. Yeah. yeah, pretty much every iteration of the State Farm, the whole State Farm universe they've created now, very annoying. Um, yeah, from I'm more Patrick of a Progressiveverse fan myself. Same here, but... much <laughs> Progressiveverse guy. Why is it that auto insurance companies, auto and home insurance companies spend by far the most advertising dollars of any kind of industry. What the hell is up with that? Just off the top of my head, I would guess it's because people don't fully understand what the products are mm-hmm. and how to differentiate between them all. So it's like the easiest way. I don't know. It's not like a car or like, I don't know, a fast food restaurant or something where you can be like, I like that one better. Right. Like, I don't know. It's fucking, I have to buy it to own a car. So right. uh, Geico. Sure. Right. They oh, got yeah. The, the, yeah. They got the, the duck or whatever. So yeah. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah the, the government duck. and government employees insurance company. Yeah, sure. Okay. Why not? That sounds good. Um, um, yeah. My wife and I talk about this all the time where it's like, when you, when you really boil everything down, like when you're watching TV, there's only five, there's like five things that run <laughs> everything. And it's like food, banks, cars, and like insurance. Cause that's like mm-hmm. every commercial is one of those things basically. And, and, and I uh, guess entertainment, was, like movies and shit. Well, I would add in, yeah. I would add in just, I was going to say like shipping and logistics, but that's now just Amazon. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And they're so like, sort of combined into everything now. <laughs> Yeah, but you might see a commercial where it's just like, it's actually great to work here. So oh, every Amazon thing. commercial, that's all it is. It's like, yeah. working here is good. We it's like it. It's not bad. <laughs> and then the Google, the Google commercials are another one where they're at, which again, it's like, why do you, if you're Google, what really do you need to advertise for? You, you, you won. Google yeah. won. Yeah. It's the only search engine. It's the only like whatever yeah i'm still using netscape navigator i'm holding on uh i get on on the internet on that and then i i use ask jeeves oh okay i'm a bing guy um i'm an alta vista guy oh okay classic yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, i just i want to i'm i'm not rich so i want to feel like i am and have an internet butler uh (laughs) bring me my things that's why i stick with ask jeeves yes absolutely um I was going to say something else about commercials, but I forget. But before we get off of NBA, I do see in uh, in the uh, somebody here in the show notes is talking about better actor. Who do we think is better actor, LeBron or MJ? Mm. And I'm curious, whoever put that in there, have you guys watched the new Space Jam? Has any either of you guys watched it? Okay. No, no, I, I have a hot take it. already. Yeah, I, I, heard, I saw something about it getting some negative, it got a negative review in the New York Post, I believe, which is yeah. the paper of record in this country. <laughs> um, yeah. So pretty damning. Um, but that's all I know. Um, yeah. I, um, I have not seen it. I 
my hot take is I think Space Jam 1 sucks too. Um, you know, it's but interesting. It's also, to be clear though, before before we go on, I think it yeah. sucks. Like the New York, and I think this one probably will too, but it's a movie for children. So my opinion doesn't matter. Agreed. I, I agree with you. Um, I think the Onion headline that said like six year olds not going to see Space Jam because of bad New York Times review. Yeah, that was like because yeah, it's like why are you reviewing a movie yeah. for children? Uh, and I think the part of that is that in our culture today, the the line is completely blurred between being a grown up and liking grown up things and being a a baby and liking baby things yeah. because it's now everyone likes Marvel, everyone likes um game of thrones everyone likes marvelous mrs mason Harry Potter, like fantasy <laughs> fantasy comic book stuff our culture has been fully babyfied we're I fully babyfied and i did include <laughs> i included marvelous mrs mazel as a joke but it kind of what i've seen of that it's also sort of for baby brain people and it's baby comedy it's yeah. baby comedy so i think because of that even people who work the new york times and i say even as if because a lot of them are not that smart. Uh, they're kind of babies themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that they have forgotten that this is a movie for babies. And mm-hmm. that if you want to watch a baby movie, you can. But you shouldn't trick yourself into thinking that it's worthy of your criticism. It's just watch it or don't, like it or don't. But please don't write about it. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Al- and also, um, I wanted to jump on piggyback. So, so go ahead and piggyback on what Diego said because about a week ago I re-watched Space Jam like oh the new one's about to come out let's watch the old one and I had nothing but fond memories of it and I watched it and I was like this fucking sucks this is a weird dumb movie it's Um, not good folks it's not a good movie it's really bad I will say Michael Jordan as an actor is like pretty good like he doesn't gonna say I don't know I I feel like it's it's close between him and LeBron. I never saw Trainwreck. LeBron is the LeBron. best part of that movie. Oh, you know yeah. what? I did see He's that. He's funny. And I, He's and got I agree. good timing. He has good timing. I but heard... Michael Jordan was good on SNL too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan's funny. We know that now from watching The Last Dance. Like, yeah. yeah. As, as a guy, he's funny. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, the movie was awful, but... Michael Jordan was pretty good. The beginning of the movie was fun. It was kind of when they get into the cartoon universe, it gets really stupid. And I will say the running gag with Bill Murray was funny where he's like, his whole thing is like, uh, just give me a shot to try out for the Bulls. Like, mm-hmm. And it's just funny that a like a 40 something year old schlubby comedian thinks he's got a shot with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. But I just never liked it even as a kid uh space jam i may have been a little too old when it came out because i'm like older than you guys a little bit but yeah well it's also kind of weird now too because like do kids do young kids now even like know the looney tunes characters that's yeah does that mean anything to them because even by the mid 90s it was like looney tunes what was it 1953 i love looney tunes but i don't you know it's like again nostalgia for me because as yeah. a kid and yeah. spa- the original Space Jam came out in 96. I was a freshman in high school. So I was more interested in honking off or doing that kind of stuff. Than- 
I do think Watch I, Space Jam. I got. I think I remember seeing it because it came out in what ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. So I saw it at my friend's tenth birthday or or eleventh birthday, and I remember it. I that's why I had fond memories because we went and saw it at the theater, and then we probably uh, went to I don't know. Probably went to everybody's pizza in Virginia Highlands. Sure. And then sure. um then we probably went back and uh went into the woods and uh buried porno mags. I don't know, whatever we were doing back then. <laughs> you know, I can only uh, kind of remember. Yeah, but yeah, I agree that no one should be taking it seriously. It's meant to sell like happy meals and toys and basically what it's made for it's not yeah. a film it's not a work of art yeah it's a movie <laughs> yeah it's a summer movie yeah like, just enjoy it enjoy that movies still exist because they yeah. almost don't didn't exist anymore or just don't watch it at all or, you know or, yeah no opinion no. don't need it's opinion okay. yeah <laughs> i no. have seen a thing on the on the internet too um people are going around stores and stealing all the LeBron James head off the figurines that they're selling. So there's like a bunch of like LeBron James space, space jam action figures with no heads. Uh, so that's a thing. I'm probably maybe a TikTok thing. I don't know. I was going to say not on there. I've spent uh, a little bit of time on TikTok um, the last like month, just sort of getting to know it. And there's some real weird shit going on on there, man. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's a subgenre of TikTok now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah, some real sick. It's some some real depravity on there. My favorite thing I've seen that's come out of TikTok has been the woman who gives tips on how to make your kids kid entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's good to, you know, start teaching your kids how to be dirtbags with money yeah. um, at an early I, age. I saw I saw something similar um, where it was like, it was like a 13-year-old giving a TED Talk. Mm. Like, when I was eight, I just wanted to do <laughs> See, this is the flip side of a babyfied society. Now, yeah. the only serious adults are babies. Yeah, boss yeah, baby. And like the kids, other movie that's out now. Yeah, uh-huh. kids are giving talks about like mindset and like how to make a million dollars in real estate. Yeah, and it's like you're a kid. Just go watch the dumb Space Jam movie. This yeah, lady, watch the, yeah. This lady was purporting that like she was promoting an idea that like if you're a kid, like you ask for toys and then you play with them, but like keep them in good condition and then you sell them to your friends for more money. It's like. Jesus. What a what an evil thought that is. You know, like a lemonade yeah. stand, sure, go for that, you know, but like taking <laughs> your presents and reselling good. them is insane. Yeah. It's, it's like I bet she's also arguing that masks are bad because we should let kids be kids at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> she seems one of like one of those women. <laughs> I'm sure sure those kids are gonna grow up to be super cool, well-liked. Um, normal people yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah. you got to get the art of the deal as young as you can you know yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah a bunch of boss babies running around <laughs> um well so yeah watch space jam talk about it tweet about it it's great <laughs> and uh i mean don't do any of that yeah no absolutely not yeah 
uh, but yeah, that's uh, where we are with the NBA. And then I think what's what's the deal with Team USA basketball? Because I know we got the Olympics coming up, and I saw that Team USA was shitting the bed a little bit. Well, not only have they lost, they lost a couple of exhibition games, which whatever you know, and and that led to the whole Stephen A. Smith uh, controversy where he really. Um, well, he did two things. He did the Shohei Otani hot take. Oh, yeah. That, sort that of was... discussed about um, Major League Baseball's star, sh- like face of the league, shouldn't have an interpreter, which is, look, classic racism that's existed forever. I mean, Brian Cashman wanted to take translators away from El Duque because he said he'd have, them. you know, it's a thing that's happened in baseball forever. But that same show, uh, lost within all that controversy, he was also talking downplaying the Nigerian basketball team, which beat Team USA, and how bad they were. And it's like, hey man, like there's a lot of any guys that are like of Nigerian descent, and also like other countries can get good uh, at basketball as well. Um, so yeah, they lost those couple games, but the big problem with Team USA right now is I think they only have like seven players who are healthy to play right now. Because uh, Jeremy Grant is in COVID protocols already because he's got he's tested positive. Kevin Love dropped out. Uh, there's other guys. You know, it's it's becoming a whole. The Olympics in general are already yeah. a problem with COVID. Um, yeah, doesn't seem like it's gonna go so good. <laughs> and uh, maybe the people of Japan, not the government, but the citizens, were correct in not wanting them. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's, it seems like because in this. You know, in the states, like COVID is somewhat under control, but in certain states, because it's on the rise in a lot. Right. Uh, but um, it seems like a pretty risky endeavor when the entire world is on many different pages when it comes to rolling out vaccines and case numbers and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Well, and aren't they not going to be able to have fans? No, but no fans. Yeah, no yeah, fans. So, it's like, isn't that a, ma- a major part of the whole thing is like people from all over the world get to travel and see, you know, their people from their home country compete. Um, yeah. But I would argue that that's because obviously they did a lot of sports with no fans over the past year, but the Olympics specifically is like, that's like, yeah, it's the world coming together. It's not yeah. just. Nobody gives that much of a shit about shot put, you know? Speak for yourself, man. I will. Okay. (laughs) I don't give a shit about shot put. Um, Yeah. So that's, that's, that's going to be weird, but. um, Team USA will get it together, man. I think they're coming off the playoffs. A lot of these guys, they haven't had a lot of practice. Um, Sometimes I do. I'm like, should they go back to just, doing like college players for the olympic men's basketball team because it's like the expectations like the u.s dominates every olympics because mm-hmm. we have the best players in the world and then you know every now and then there's like like i think 2004 we won the bronze medal or so it was a bad there's one year we didn't win gold the expectations are always like insanely high as they should be but like i don't know it could be more it could be more fun to like have it more competitive where we're not just like throwing out the world's best players every time. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, and I mean, I you also got to give other countries credit sometimes, which I know is hard to do here, but like, you know, sometimes Australia's yeah. got a good team. They're loaded with NBA guys, and Ben Simmons wasn't even on the team. Um, Our boy Deladova yeah. is on there, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. And uh, Joe Ingles. I didn't know um, Ingles was an Aussie. Oh, yeah. He's a huge trash talker from down under. <laughs> Used to play Kangas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That That's how we get good Kangas. <laughs> I played my team of all koalas against the team of Roos. But, yeah, as far as the Olympics, I think they are supposed to start, like, this week. Yeah, a couple days. Man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> as I just, the Olympics are just, like, I don't know. Why, why do why do i not care anymore is it just i feel like the olympics is a thing where once it's here i'm like oh cool but this year i'm just like yeah i used to get way more excited about the olympics when i was younger um i mean obviously we all grew up in atlanta when uh the olympics were there and there was so much excitement for years building up and then mm-hmm. when it was there it was like a major the major event of the city but I don't know. Yeah. Also, I think the more you learn about the reality of Olympics and what they end up doing to the host country, it's like, oh yeah, maybe we shouldn't do these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's more of a racket. But I am excited for the shot put, even if Kevin isn't. Um, Not excited, wait. couldn't care less. <laughs> well, I just hope they can ship Bessie over there so our shot putters can get some fresh milk and shot put the hell out of those shots. Oh yeah, I mean, from what I from what I am, you know, do they even have milk in Japan? I don't know. I yeah, I don't think their culture embraces milk the way Westerners do. No, they like they like a lot of other kinds of delicious food, but I don't know. I don't know if the East Asia is big on milk. They're more into tea. Sure, sure. I like uh, I like a good Thai iced tea. I like a good southern sweet tea. Ooh, don't get me started on, on a hot sweet day. Splash <laughs> <laughs> the milk in there. Ooh, Ooh yeah, cream Ooh, tea. Boy, I tell you, you get milk in that southern sweet tea. <laughs> but um, speaking of the Olympics, if you guys could participate in an Olympic event, like if if like snap of a finger, you're like the best in the world at one thing at the Olympics. What event would you would you take on? And it could be winter too. I'll open it up. I know this is like an impromptu thought, but I've always yeah. wondered like would you rather Summer. be fast? Would you rather like be strong or jump high? Team, individual. Man, there's so many good ones. Yeah. I think I think for summer, my my first thought is uh the high jump. Mm, really? Yeah. I was I was thinking that too. Javelin would be pretty cool. To just like throw a, be able to throw a spear like 50 yards. Uh, yeah, I think I'd still be like one or 200 meter dash. Just like if I was that good to be like the fastest human alive would be yeah. kind of cool. I, yeah, that'd I'm, be awesome. I'd take that, but yeah, I'd say high jump because my vertical is about, I don't know, four inches. So <laughs> sure. I'd love to. Yeah. bump that up by like 25 inches or whatever yeah 
I mean, the decathlon is really the one that's like, this is the best all around athlete because you're yeah. tested in everything. So like, if you wanted to do the, pro, you know, the whole thing with that, but it's not as sexy or cool. Yeah. Um, for winter, I think I'd go luge. That seems like it'd be pretty cool to just yeah. like shoot down a little ice tunnel. Seems probably guy. Skeleton seems even scarier because you know, isn't that like basically the same thing but face first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, is there? I feel like every winter Olympic sport is uh, kind of scary. Yeah. Can't think of one because curling I was, isn't. Curling is not. You're right. But uh, I, I was thinking um, like the alpine ski jump thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. All those skiing ones are pretty insane. Yeah, because even cross-country skiing, it's like so intense and you have guns that like, I don't know, mm -hmm. yeah. maybe someone doesn't like me and takes me out. <laughs> yeah. always, a, always a possibility. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of enemies around the world, so. Yeah. Same. Um, gotta keep your head on a swivel yeah always when you're a lord when you're a lord as big as us is yeah. the way we are you gotta always be ready oh, especially yeah. especially when we're across in in ireland i I've always carry a musket when i'm in ireland just because <laughs> i know there's a bounty on my head yeah. as a lord yep um yeah for winter olympics i don't know i might do figure skating yeah <laughs> that i would love to see i'm so graceful you know i'd be good at it yeah, I yeah. There are a lot of six five male yeah. figure skaters, yeah. right? It's good to be six be five well male figure skaters who are not flexible at all, <laughs> and whose bones are super strong because of all the milk I drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No, I don't. I, I know. Like, I can't get pumped for these Olympics or some. I mean, maybe it's because they feel extra forced. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird. I don't know. I mean, and part of it too, I feel like is just like living in this time where there's so much content. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to just be, you're just distracted by there's just shit happening all the time. There's so many things that it's like when we were kids, it was like, Oh, cool. The Olympics. Yeah. I don't have anything else to watch. <laughs> so, you know, you'd be locked in and now you're like, I can, I can just turn on my TV and watch any movie ever, um, <laughs> basically. So. And there's no Dan versus Dave uh, commercial yeah. or anything like that for all you old heads that would remember yeah. that potentially. I do remember that. That there's was cool. A, there's a 30 for 30 podcast about that, I believe. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Because they, they both did terribly. Yeah. And then the Olympics after uh dan ended up doing really well but got lost in the shuffle because there were no ads anymore for him yeah yeah so i think you're right though jimmy i think it's yeah it's, it's content so, too much content to give a shit about this once every four year event mm -hmm. um and also there's so many different kinds of sports like i don't know because the, the there's world a lot cup, going on yeah I, I can always get locked into the world cup uh, the Olympics. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll change my tune next week. I'll be like, I've watched every event, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm up twenty four seven, and I've been smoking crack so I can watch as much as possible. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't foresee it. Yeah. 
Um, but hey, write it right in and let us know if we're wrong and you're going to be locked into the Olympics and you're psyched. Or yeah. let us know, let us know what we should be paying attention to. If it's yeah. like, oh, you haven't been keeping up with the hammer throwers? Well, there's this one that guy is. who's awesome. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. That feels like that's like it's directly descent from, you know, like guys doing doing that in war, ancient war, like throw this heavy rock to kill yeah. some people. Or like the discus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of these do seem to be war training things, like yeah. wrestling, javelin. Uh, yeah. As Kyle was saying, the Nordic combined, where you shoot and ski. That's probably some Nordic war thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah. skateboard halfpipe. Yeah, well, our uh, <laughs> people don't know this. Space Force got a lot of attention, but Trump also started Skate Force, <laughs> and it's led by Sh- uh, Sean White and Tony Hawk and. They just skateboard and they carry automatic weapons on them, bazookas and such. It's the future of warfare. Okay. If we want to beat China, we got to have a skate force. That's and it. you got to look cool doing it. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Vans. Vans. <laughs> Off the wall. Off the wall. Um, but yeah, so write us in, write in if you like the Olympics and we'll flush those right down the toilet. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, uh, just kidding, surfs. But hey, should we jump over to the baseball? Yeah, I was gonna say, just like last week, after we were talking about the Braves needing to just uh, quit altogether, they started making moves. They're making moves. Oh, uh, yeah. they they picked up old Jock Peterson, old Jockstrap Peterson from sure. the Chicago Cubs, formerly the world champion los angeles dodgers a power lefty outfielder um they kind of had to i guess they they because ronald acuna was injured and is out for the season they needed to do something and i don't know what do you guys think do you think this is enough to get them keep them in contention or do you think they're going to turn around and flip jock in a couple weeks when they are out of it well, they also signed Stephen Vogt or Vogt or whatever, the catcher. Don't forget him. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's their seventh catcher. Yeah. Pretty kind of insane. Fun distinction. Yeah. What's, so we got Travis Darno, Alex Jackson, William Contreras, Contreras. Uh, Jonathan Lucroy, Kevin, Kevin Smith. I forgot about Jeff Mathis. Yeah. And now uh, Stephen Vogt. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good sign. Yeah, Uh, very good sign. Yeah, uh, to go back to your question that you had posed, I I think, yeah, they'll try to flip Jock. I think they're going to hope he keep, because he's kind of come in strong, I guess. And I think they're going to probably hope that he keeps it up and uh, maybe flip him. But I don't don't know what they're doing, honestly. Because again, we had, we spent most of the episode last week talking about, like basically, you know, singing their eulogy but now yeah. it seems like they're suddenly buyers i, I don't know yeah well, they, yeah they looked their offense looked great out it of the did. gate against yeah. the, the the tampa bay rays but their bullpen is kind of in shambles right now yeah um, and it sucked all season and it's just sucking even hard right even harder right now yeah um they just they just uh optioned aj mentor to triple a so like 
And now they got to start a series against the San Diego Padres, the red hot pods, Ooh, the, the St. James fathers. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh, they kind of just keep, they're like the Yankees this year. They keep doing just enough to keep you watching and it's really frustrating. Yeah. Well, and it's also, you know, the Mets are, are sucking enough to keep the Braves in it. They're keeping too. the door open. Yeah. Yeah. And the but, Phillies, Phillies are making a move too. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Mets, oh my God, they almost got swept by the, the, the Buckos from Pittsburgh. Did you guys see that insane play? I, I missed that play, but I, I heard people talking about it. What exactly happened? So uh, Nagonski or whatever from the Pirates, he hit Uh, like a dribbler and it bounced. And I'll be honest, like as a lifelong baseball fan, I didn't even really know that this was possible um, because he hit it and it bounced out of the box. It rolled foul, but then started to roll back fair inside the third baseline. I thought if it rolled foul, it was foul. But apparently it can roll back into fair territory and be fair. Mm. Um, I had no idea. Like feel, if it hasn't passed the base yet or something? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But I've never seen that. And so Taiwan Walker saw it about to roll fair. And keep in mind, the bases are loaded. And so he just takes his glove and scoops it away from the line, which players will do mm-hmm. if it's getting close. Um, but the ump was like, no, that, that was fair. You just... And he was arguing with the ump. And while he did that, the base is cleared and the pirates ended up going up six, nothing. <laughs> and, and yeah. while he was, so he argued and I believe he, he did not get ejected, but uh, the, the Mets manager was ejected. And, and I, I think a couple people were ejected um, arguing that call. And then luckily for the Mets. Um, oh, and Kyle was saying that, the manager's also suspended for the next two games, which is wild. Um, Cause he was friggin' ticked off. And luckily the Mets came back and didn't get swept by like the worst team in the NL, the pirates uh, or second worst team. Sorry. The diamondbacks are way worse, but uh, um, so yeah, yeah, but to, to your point, the Mets are like kind of sucking, but so the whole NL East is, they're all just yeah and it's it's crazy because it was supposed to be like the strongest division yeah going back to that play real quick and this is just a needless thought that i have to get out because it's like annoying like this foul ball rule that nobody knew about or you know just like infield fly and like how does that you know all that shit it it just makes me feel good to hear that because like when i was a kid growing up I would constantly get made fun of for liking soccer. And they're like, what are even the rules? I don't even understand offsides. And it's like very easy to understand, mm-hmm. but like, you're, it's like, you're telling me you understand baseball rules. Cause like nobody knows about half the rules that exist in baseball. I, I felt kind of insane because everyone, all the like recaps I saw were yeah. sort of assuming that you knew this rule. And I'm like, I have played and watched baseball my entire life. I had never heard of this. Yeah. Um, never heard of it and kyle's saying that he didn't know about it until pretty recently and it's super rare obviously because i've never seen it um so yeah it was this weird the baseball version of the tuck rule or whatever i guess Mm, yeah yeah 
uh, bizarre. Um, but yeah, they're so, leaving the door open, which stinks because I want to totally check out and give up. But no, I feel like for, for the last <laughs> month I've been like, the Braves are done. The yeah, Braves are over, done. But over, I keep finding over. a reason to be like, all right, maybe I'll I'll keep checking in. But I do kind of feel like the Jock Peterson move was like half a PR yeah. move by the front office to be like, we're not giving up. No, no, no. We're not giving up, guys. Look, we just traded for Jock Peterson. And if they're if by keep the trade the deadline. <laughs> yeah, when they're back like 10 games two yeah. weeks from now, they can just flip them and yeah. be like, we tried, but this team sucks too much. Yeah, so. I, I mean, and honestly, if that's the case, like, that's fine. I, I don't I don't hate it because yeah. no, they more, didn't more, give up much yeah. to get it. No, they didn't give up very much. And, and more ticket revenue means more money, which means hopefully re-sign Freddie Freeman. And then we get after it next year because yeah. we'll have some healthy people. Um, because even if the Braves manage to make the playoffs somehow this year, oh yeah, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith. No. Um, before we get off the Braves, I you know to much of the chagrin of anyone listening to this, uh, how about Max Freed, man, uh, as a hitter? Yeah, like right. we we were giving a ton of love to Jacob Degrom, and rightfully so, obviously, for being able to swing the bat real well and. Obviously, they're, none of them are Shohei Otani, but Max, little Max there, yeah, three three knocks, yeah, swinging a good stick there, yeah, crazy, and uh, that was awesome. So hopefully, Freed's back in his like um, top form because he's kind of you know just he gets lots of little nagging injuries like blisters and stuff. So mm-hmm. be nice to see him stay healthy. And on the flip side, unfortunately, Jacob Degrom is on the injured list for the yeah, Mets, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. tough. They've had a you know a lot of teams have had some tough luck this season, Braves and Mets especially with injuries. So get well soon, Jacob, because uh, he's really really good. Also, speaking of the Mets, congratulations to beloved baseball cop Pete Alonzo for proving all, all of us wrong here on the screen and uh, winning the home run, the Dinger Derby uh, last week. Cause we recorded before all that went down. Um, that was so, insane. He, it was not even close. No, it, it was. Yeah. It seems like he's trying to make that his thing. Yeah. Just well, like be the home run derby guy. And I, and I didn't realize till after the game, cause he was like locked in and mm-hmm. like, he meant business and i forgot that he's only making like 600 grand this season i say only that's more money than i'll ever make in a year but uh he made a million dollars for winning that yeah Yeah. so it's like he just doubled his or you know i can't do math but he just made more money than he normally (laughs) makes in a year doing in one night of work so yeah why not yeah yeah good for him i mean he's got an incredibly cheesy and dorky personality and his and all of the young superstars in baseball right now are like cool and have swag and are like like acuna and tatis and any like even juan soto is tim like, anderson and all those I mean, guys yeah then like pete is kind of a huge dork but hey good for him he won a home another also, home run derby i do want to point out 
that he was like bopping and dancing between pitches and he kept doing that while some kid tore their ACL it looked like in the outfield shagging fly balls so uh further cementing his status as a bit of a psychopath um, <laughs> also I saw a thing online that he got kicked out of the bar he went to that night they like I think they didn't realize he was Pete Alonzo and they were like he was like there with his friends or whatever they were just like having drinks and like the video like a waitress room comes over like, y'all gotta go we're closing or something it's just like what? <laughs> mm. Oh, he, he like, wasn't being—he wasn't being a dick. It was just no, like, no, 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 not at all. He was just okay. like hanging out. But they, it's like I don't know. You have the home, run, the guy that just won the Derby contest. Like I don't know. You stay open yeah. a little bit. You, you stay you, open late, and you ask, "Can we get some like get some pictures?" Out of and, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you call some then, people up. You have some fun with it. You right, help exactly. you hook them up a little. Embrace, um, yeah. And then. He won that. He won the night, and then Vladimir Guerrero Jr. just like stole the show at the All Star game. Oh yeah, Thick Flatty Daddy. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. quite good. Yeah, and yeah, so... I love that video that you has shared with us, Kevin, of uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and all these other uh, Latin players in the outfield talking trash about Garrett Cole. Yeah, I believe it was J.D. Martinez from the Red Sox. Um, telling Vladdy and a couple other players about how um, Garrett Cole totally snubbed him. Like he tried to say hi and Garrett Cole just like kept walking, kept walking. Didn't. So yeah, and like he did this movement when he was like telling yeah. the story. <laughs> Garrett Cole, man, he, that guy's, he's pretty insufferable. Yeah, and he's got like a good. high voice. A little high. Yeah. Kind I, of a nerd. I'm a nerd. Hey, you know, I just am so mad. You're not gonna let me wear you sticky stuff. Um, yeah, I so, can't uh, cheat in this way either. I've already cheated another way. Yeah, just let me cheat. So yeah, and a quick MLB overview because I believe we got Giants Dodgers tonight. I think so. So that's gonna be a big test for the West. I predict. My personal feeling is, I think the Dodgers are gonna they're gonna have the Giants come down to Los Angeles and they're gonna punch him in the mouth literally and figuratively yeah the fans i mean <laughs> yeah yes yes um but i i think i think that this is when the dodgers are gonna start to get to work because the giants kind of won the first half but i think I, I think it's inevitable that the dodgers are gonna overtake them at some point but hey i could be wrong yeah no i think you're right i mean the dodgers the, the team is is loaded. They got a lot of talent. They're the defending champs, you know. Yeah, and they're only they're only one game back, so they can basically take first place. Uh, they could tie it up tonight. Um, but other than that, you know, you got. I think the White Sox. Uh, they're going to run away with it in the Central. Uh, looking at uh, the Red Sox. Well, the Rays are now the hottest team in baseball, so they could take first place in the AL East. Um, Stroh's still holding it down in the AL West. Uh, the NL East is a total shit show. The Brew Crew, Milwaukee, Cream City, they're going to run away with it, I think. And yeah, the AL West is going to be it's going to be a real slobber knocker. Yeah, and uh, you know, talking about baseball and the Padres, like shout out. 
to, you know, the people in Nationals Park with that shooting. Thankfully, it wasn't worse. Um, yeah. And shout out to Fernando Tatis and them for opening up the dugout to fans to be able to escape in there. I thought that was kind of cool of them to do. But that was a scary, uh, scary thing to see on the old phone. You know, it wasn't it wasn't what we've become used to where it was someone like targeting right regular people so uh that's a relief i guess that it was it was an un it wasn't like i don't know what exactly went down but it wasn't like somebody showing up to the stadium to try and just kill people for no reason right it was i don't know so that's good at least i mean either way either way we're back as a country so oh yeah baby totally back so yeah i don't know any of the details but take your word for it but Um, thankfully it wasn't worse you know it wasn't because like people thought the shooter was inside the stadium um at first you know or like that's what i was seeing pop up and it was just like yeah god yeah um that sounds awful so thankfully it wasn't worse thankfully like you know the players and everyone kind of reacted in a in a decent fashion um someone not acting in decent fashion were what Yankees fans throwing balls at Alex Verdugo? Yeah, that was yeah. uh uh yeah, not not cool. But that <clears throat> that fan got banned for life for throwing a ball back at Alex Verdugo. I think they hit him right in the lower back. Yeah. And probably just if nothing else scared the shit out of him. Yeah. And banned was... from all stadiums too, by the way, not just Yankee stadiums. Right. Which um but I I heard some other people talking about, and I kind of, it was my first thought too. I was like, wait, how do they enforce that? That's always been my question. Yeah. Because once you put on a hat or get a haircut. Yeah. Because that's, they were saying that with all those NBA fans who got banned. I was like, how do you prevent in a stadium that holds 20,000 people? How do you target this one person? Because I getting- get stopping him from buying tickets online, but you can just go to a scalper. Right, or, or just have like buddy buy his tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of ways around it. Yeah. Um, which look, guess... if you've been banned, give us a call. We have a lot of solutions for you. We'll help you out. We'll help you yeah. get in. You know, yeah. uh, I have a lot of costumes and fake mustaches and wigs still from my time at trying to be a clown uh, in New York City. So <laughs> I can help you out. I can hook you up. I can rent out the Beatles wig. I got ZZ Top beards. Yeah. Hit me up. I think if you walk into a stadium with a Beatles wig and a fake mustache, they're pretty much, I mean, you're good to go. Oh, Ringo, Mr. Star, (laughs) come on in. (laughs) Thank you. Great to be here. Peace and love. I'm spending my money that I got from my cock ring controversy to come see some baseball. (laughs) I got here in a yellow submarine. Oh yeah, right this way, sir. Meanwhile, it's that fan. See, we can make yeah, it happen for you. It's that easy. It's that easy, folks. We could, and also, if the CIA or the FBI is listening, hey, we all will take jobs with you. Yeah, I know this is kind of elite spy stuff we're talking about. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> but moral of the story: don't throw, don't throw crap at players. Like, just don't do that. No, they're, they're not do that. Cool. You wouldn't like it if someone came to your job and threw a baseball at your back. Right. Yeah. I still think like the solution there should have been like, all right, this is the guy that did it. We can either ban you forever 
or you come down to the field and you let Alex Verdugo bean you with a ball. Mm, yeah. Eye for an eye that way. And then it's yeah. like, and, and then you can, I, I would, I don't know. I think that'd be fair. Cause it would probably hurt a lot more if a professional baseball player threw a ball at me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I would take that. Like if I were that, I think I would take the, um, like if I was Rob Manfred, that's what I would, I would put down. I think I'd take the public humiliation of that. And then I'd be like, all right, we're even, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I can go to games and I don't have to wear, I don't have to wear a Ringo wig. <laughs> I don't have to be the best Beatle. <laughs> I'm the best, I'm by far the best Beatle. I'm everyone's favorite. I wrote the best music. <laughs> That's what everyone says. Everyone knows it. People yeah. are saying. People are talking. Many are saying. Many are saying, Ringo is the best. He had so many rings. <laughs> and that's why people love the Beatles. They love the rings. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, man. Uh, we got anything else before we get out of here? Um, you know, wrote down. I mean, there's a lot of things that have happened, but I think that the Atlanta United fired their coach. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a real quick for you know, for those of you not following, which is everyone. Um, <laughs> they're like Atlanta United won the the championship in 2018, the second year of existence, and they have fallen far uh, for various reasons. They their coach left to bigger things they brought in a coach who didn't work out some of their good players from that team have gone to europe and have continued their careers growing which is going to happen it's natural it's good um it seemed like they had finally found a coach that could relate to the players because the last guy they brought in was european and it's like let's bring in south american guy to deal with these south american players so they brought in gabriel heinza who's like a very famous he used to play for Real Madrid. He played for the Argentine national team. He's coached around the world. And so it seemed like it was going to be good, but he's a really intense guy. Uh, he only coached for 13 games. What's ended up happening is he and Atlanta United's best player, Joseph Martinez, cannot stand each other. Um, Joseph is healthy. He's been training on his own away from the team, and he hasn't played in a game in like a month, uh, even though he's available. And there's something that happened between the two of them and no one knows what it is exactly. No one's said anything yet. Uh, But the team basically had to make a choice. Do we choose the coach or do we choose the club legend who won MVP and was the highest goal scorer in in history at the time. Uh, And they went with the player, which I uh, agree with. So they had to start over now. Wow. So there's a whole soap opera going on with the team, uh, which sucks, but you know, I watched that game yesterday. They lost. Uh, the fans were booing the team. They were chanting for Joseph. They had posters there. Because, again, he's he set the record for most goals in a single season of MLS in 2018, uh, which was broken, like, the year after, two years after. But still, he's, like, capable. He, he's, a fuck, he's an amazing player. And he's mm-hmm. on your bench just because, like, you had an argument or something. It's stupid. So. Yeah, that seems dumb. Yeah. yeah. So coach is gone now. Tough choice, but the soap opera will end there, hopefully. And he's already been slated that he's going to start on Wednesday. There you go. That's good. Yeah. 
Good for them. Because, yeah, when I saw them play a couple weeks ago, they were real bad. Yeah. I mean, they've had some bad luck. They've had some injuries. They've had some guy, like, their best defenders playing for the U.S. national team right now. Joseph was playing for Venezuela. You know, they've had some guys away. Uh, but – and the team's also filing a grievance with this coach they just fired because of the training tactics because they say he trained people till they got injured because he was one of those, like – dick in the dirt we're gonna be nails and we're gonna be mm-hmm. tougher than everyone else and i'm gonna run you till you puke um kind of coach and it wasn't really it's not working so yeah there well, we go good riddance then good riddance to him yeah see you in hell buddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I also heard part of that grievance and part of the problem was that he wasn't allowing players to drink milk anymore uh, he took that away and it's like, no, we're only drinking, um, uh, what is it that, that weird tea that Argentines drink that they love. Oh, um, oh, mote. Yeah. Mate, mate. Mate. Yeah. The stuff Lionel Messi likes. Mm. Um, so yeah, he made them drink mate instead of milk and no milk in the mate. And, uh, you gotta so, have yeah. milk in the mate or yeah. leche. Of course. I wonder if he was getting paid off by big mate. He might've awesome. been. Yeah. It may have been a whole conspiracy. Yep. Unbelievable. But he's gone now, so hopefully they'll bring the milk back and uh, we'll be good to go. <laughs> yum, yum. Well, let's hope we can get some of this Bessie's milk in game six. Yeah, yeah. milk. That'd be great. I'm doing my best to get out there. So Now that I know I have an extra day. Yeah. Uh, Road trip. I, might just, I might fire up the chopper actually. Oh, just chopper out to Milwaukee? Yeah. A quick little chopper <laughs> ride. <laughs> yeah, it's like a quick uh, 10 hour chopper ride. Yeah. Which, cho- which chopper? The Vroom Vroom or the Spinny in the Sky Chopper? Oh, good point. Because, you know, the sports lords, we have every vehicle in all we have every a whole terrain. Fleet. We have a whole fleet. We got doubles of the chopper, the vroom vroom chopper, triples okay. of the whirly bird chopper. Um, yeah. And our so, chopper yeah. was designed by the that father son Orange County chopper guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ones the guys from the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're right up up uh, upstate here in Orange County, New York. Right? Are they in yeah, California? In New Jersey, or is it New York or New Jersey? I think it's New York. I think yeah. just up above like Putnam County. Yeah. Great show, clearly. We still love it. We still watch it. Oh, yeah. Every that, night. That and Ink Master, you know, love it. Sure, sure. Every night. And Pawn Stars. Yeah, watch that. Don't watch Space Jam if you're a grown-up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, Kevin's firing up the chopper, heading over there. You know, we'll see if we get that milk. And uh, we'll be back next week with another classic episode of the sports lords just like this one and every other one we've ever done i don't know well, sounds good we'll see you guys then in the meantime we'll stay safe yeah download um, the worldwide sports radio network app check out the other shows on uh, the worldwide sports radio network and support the, the whole darn thing and have a freaking killer summer i hope everyone's just enjoying the heck out of it yeah, it's white boy summer. And by white boy, we mean milk. Milk boy summer. Yeah, yeah. it's Milky. slang. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah, go outside with your milk and soak it on up. Nothing like milk on a hot day. <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, we um, we're gonna get out of here. Watch the watch the sports, and uh, we'll talk to y'all next week on another episode of Sports Lords. See you later, folks. Howdy, goodbye. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.